so I'm drinking a blue glacier. <laughs> yeah, we're talking... I've also had a few beers today that have really kind of fucked me up. Like I've got a headache and shit. I had two beers, so I don't know what's happening with my body and alcohol these days. But it's the lightweight coming back out again. Yeah, but the problem is I'm hiding not lightweight. For three so we gotta we gotta figure that out. So what's the what's the point? <laughs> what are, what are the now I'm fat and I can't drink. There's no point being fat. <laughs> Alex. Alex, uh, Alex. Yeah, Alex. I guess. Uh, well, I guess first off, uh, I'm Ryan. I'm here. I was the one drinking the. Well, right now I'm drinking decaf. Everybody else want to sound off real quick before Alex uh, gets Don't started. Don't sound again. Yeah, let's 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 us not. <laughs> let's us not. Just... Yeah, I think that's going to be a classic Kino Clash episode. <laughs> Just saying. But anyway, uh, uh, I'm 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 Brendan. I'm drinking the Red Urban Barn wine. I'm Alex, and I'm drinking the good old-fashioned water. Water. Water bottle. And uh, me, I'm Judge Reinhold, and I'm <laughs> drinking this Blue Glacier Freeze Gatorade. <laughs> you turned into the antagonist from Chinatown. You keys down on, on the table. <laughs> It's like the loudest <laughs> shit you could have done. It's a classic Judge Reinhold move. Hi, my name is Judge. All right. Well, speaking of judges, Alex, you want to get into the 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 movie? Wait, we uh, got us. One of you guys. We, we Go ahead and have, introduce both of yeah, us. Yeah, thank you, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> we have done this twenty-one <laughs> times. <laughs> Well, we were talking about drinks for so long, I kind of forgot that we hadn't gotten to the episode yet. I like that uh, we're still keeping really quick banter after our feedback mm-hmm. from the last mm-hmm. episode. And we're, we're getting straight to the point on these now. Hey, you're only helping. I, I try my best. <laughs> I try my best. I really do. Anyway, so, Alex. We're, we're talking about you, you know what's the 13 seed... Gump versus the number one pick for Alex, Judge Dredd? Those numbers seem right, yes. They're no. not. Uh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it's not even close. It's uh, number one seed, Forrest Gump, which is a Ryan classic, and a number 16 seed, Dredd, which is a certified Alex moment. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, our second 1v16 matchup, so this should be exciting, I'm sure. The audience loves an underdog. And if Pulp Fiction and Edge of Tomorrow taught me anything, definitely not Kyle losing nine movies in a row. (laughs) We all know who the underdog (laughs) is here. (laughs) You know what? But audiences didn't love Underdog, the live-action movie starring the... the Peter Dinklage. Uh, Well, and uh, and Kyle uh, Kyle Massey. Kyle Kyle Massey, star of Corey in the House, (laughs) and That's So Raven. Well, he wasn't a star in that so, Raven, but I understand you. <laughs> and Jim Belushi. <laughs> was he? Wait, is that before the we get guy who plays who Kronk? The of Underdog? I think it's Kyle it the guy from. It's the guy from uh, My Name is Earl. No, no, wait. Yeah, Kyle Massey did the song Underdog mm. for that movie. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 
You're also thinking of, I think there's another Disney Channel original movie, a decom for, for you guys out there, um, where Kyle Massey's like training a dog for a dog competition. Yeah. I don't know which one that is. Every dog has his day. <laughs> Life is rough, but rough is great. <laughs> <U-F-F. laughs> that's good right there. That's, that's oh, good. man. I can watch Smart House. Oh, Patrick. I can, get, I can do some Smart House. Yeah. My favorite LeVar Burton film. Did you know that, Brennan? Uh, Did you know LeVar Burton directed what? Smart House? <laughs> I did not. I didn't okay. realize he directed it. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool if you ask me. Well, speaking of surprise people being involved in the making of the movie, uh, my Travis. movie Thread, <laughs> which is I found out produced and written by Alex Garland. I didn't know that. We saw that at the end. Yeah. 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 All right, anyway, what does IMDb have to say about this movie? In a violent, futuristic city where the police have the authority to act as judge, jury, and executioner, a cop teams with a trainee to take down a gang that deals the reality-altering drug slow-mo. All right. Okay. A little on the nose for my liking, but fair enough. Yeah, did you guys pick up on this? It's actually an insane detail. The the drug slow-mo... They used a slow mo effect when it was when it was occurring. It was actually like a really subtle thing that uh, I wasn't sure if you guys were gonna pick up on. Well, but. and like what I love about this drug too is that like of course people name drugs after what they do. That's why yeah. I love to do I love to do high weed, feel feel good, feel good bush or whatever. Listen, it's like speed, okay? Speed makes you feel fast. They call it speed. Colloquial. No, it actually right. makes you run very, very quickly. <laughs> That's a common misconception. <laughs> um, I can. And, and Coke makes you want to drink a lot of Coke. <laughs> I mean... That's why I'm always down in a refreshing Coca-Cola. Use code Kino Coke to get twenty percent off your next purchase of Coca-Cola. Oh, um, off your next purchase of cocaine? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, we we don't, we do don't have the cocaine sponsorship yet, but we do have crack. Crack, everybody, you ever tried it? <laughs> it's like coke, but cheaper. Use code, and it's a little bit. Be- <laughs> it's a little bit better than smack. So yeah, <laughs> use code Kino Crack for. Uh, I I don't know three free samples. Yeah, three free samples. Three, three months free samples. <laughs> crack cocaine. <laughs> Brought to you by wine cellars. <laughs> All right, uh, who wants um, to kick us off? Who didn't? See, who hasn't seen this movie before? I hadn't seen it. All right, I hadn't, uh, had you seen it, Brendan? I had seen remember it. that raising oh, your hand doesn't say much on a podcast. <laughs> um, I just want you I can start us off. All right, I can start, start us, us off, right. off as uh, somebody who saw. Uh, Judge Dread, and this was new to them. I think it pretty much met my expectations for uh, for the most of it, exceeded it in some ways, and kind of fell short in other ways. Um, I thought it was an interesting take um, on this character and world. 
I don't feel like the the action scenes lived up to the to kind of the pulse that the soundtrack and the uh, the visual effects provided. I really liked a lot of the the effects that they used, um, particularly like when he says incendiary and he shoots like a million flare guns. I mean, that's just cool. Um, and then like some of the slow-mo worked for me, but others of it, it, it got a little tedious after a while. Uh, the digital blood kind of put me off and I didn't think the choreography was anything standout. Um, we'll get into it later, but there's another movie I've seen that came out a year before this and it basically has the exact same plot, except I think everything about it is just executed better. But that said, I loved how self-aware and, and fun this movie tried to make itself. Um, so yeah, it, it uh, in that regard, I I didn't expect much out of this, and I definitely had a good time. It just didn't blow me away really, and it, there were some things that were just kind of tropey, uh, kind of played out that didn't work too well for me. But uh, yeah, overall, pretty good. Worth is the watch. Raid Redemption the movie you're referencing? It sure is. Was Have you seen that? Movie? I've seen bits of it, but you can't. It's not fair to compare the two, man. Come on. I think it's super <laughs> fair. It's like the same movie. It's, that 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 was like the first thing I noticed was that this is just kind of like a like a uh, bad like one, a, a, like a worse choreography. It's not bad. No, it's just yeah, no. What I'm worse, saying about worse choreography. Like, one is a true, just faithful passion piece on martial arts and choreography, and then there's dread. Like. Come on. <laughs> Hey, you yeah. picked it. You could have picked Raider Redemption. <laughs> We'd be having a very different conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's it for me. Um, pretty good overall. I I enjoyed my time with it. I guess I'll go next as the other person who hadn't seen this. Um, I went into it not really knowing anything about Dread or Judge Dread or anything like that. Um, but I knew it was going to be a fun action time. I like Carl Urban. Um. And I was pleasant. Keith Urban. Huh? No. Keith Urban? No, no, you're incorrect on that, actually. <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess I'll restart. Yeah, no, I didn't know much about Dread going in. No, it was going to be a fun action movie, and it lived up to that. It was a very fun action movie, and I had, I had a nice time with it. Um, but since it has ended, I have thought about it quite a bit, and I've been like, you know, that, there was some cool stuff there that I really liked. And I, I kind of wish that this took off a little more. I would have been very invested if we had a little franchise of uh, Carl Urban and, uh, what, Olivia Thurlby? Uh, is, that, is that the name? Yeah. Uh, if they were going around yeah. being judges, like that, it was cool. It was, I really liked it. I thought it was a really cool and fun time. Um, and, yeah, I, uh, big fan. Two thumbs up. All right. Very nice. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, I think this movie is both very impressive and very uh, um, I don't know, inspiring in terms of filmmaking while also being really cheap looking at times <laughs> and, yeah, um, sure. and kind of not having a lot to offer. Um, but you term- like Speed Racer, don't you? I love Speed Speed Racer does not look cheap. Speed Racer oh, looks like on. no oh no. The difference here is Speed Racer looks like you spent two hundred and fifty million dollars on on like the worst CGI you could have <laughs> There's a big di- that looks like they burnt money on screen is what Speed Racer is. <laughs> Someone doesn't look cheap. It looks like a waste of money, Alex. Yeah. There's a big distinction there. <laughs> well no, because like the fact that it's so cheap looking is one of my favorite aspects of of dread because 
you know you can tell they're not working with a ton of money and the stuff that they're able to pull off and the sort of high stakes action they're able to display uh i think is is really uh uh, uh what is the word uh commendable i like I, I think they do a really great job with very little um and i think that the performances uh of the two leads really carry this movie i think carl urban hoists this movie on his shoulders and carries it to the very end because everybody else not given that great of a performance um but him and um and his co-star definitely give uh, uh very very decent very good performances um i thought the action was pretty like eh it's fine it's it's a lot of just like slicing the pie entering a room and shooting people but yeah um you know that's fun for a little bit uh and this movie definitely doesn't overstay its welcome it's not very long at all if this movie was like another hour long i'd probably be coming at it from a very different perspective but it's pretty short uh you know it's there I don't think about this movie very often. I often forget that it exists. I honestly think more about the Stallone movie because it's funnier to me. But um, <laughs> I, I'd agree, yeah. But it is this... funnier, not better, but it's funnier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not a better movie, but it's funnier. It's funnier to think about. Um, but you know, like, yeah, I I don't have any real affinity towards this world. Um, I you know, it, it, I I'm I'm sufficiently meh on this one. Fair enough. Well, well said about the 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 risk taking it goes on to make this movie, as well as the cheap. Yeah, yeah. It, like it's like the idea of like taking essentially the Raid Redemption's idea of like, oh yeah, we're gonna be in this building, just kind of working our way up it. Uh, great. Like that's such a great way to keep a movie cost low, and then being like, yeah, the world's shit. Everyone lives in a fucking concrete hovel. Uh, Another great idea to keeping costs low because you're just in like a parking garage. <laughs> you know, like I love all of that ingenuity. I just think that sometimes they still kind of overdo it or, or, or don't lean into like, you know, choreography and stuff like that, that they could really perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love this movie for those reasons. Just how campy and cheesy it is while also being just a fun kind of mindless action movie that I mean, there's a lot to appreciate, even in just the, the campiness and the and the like you said, the cheap looking quality of it. Um, yeah, I do think like they 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 definitely stretched their budget a bit here. Like I I mean as in they I think they made the most of their limited budget. I see here it's only like thirty to forty five million dollars, so that's that's very yeah cheap. no it's. <laughs> yeah no, I, I was looking into that too after rewatching. I was like, how much did this movie cost? And I was like. This is really like this is a sick movie for how much it cost. Like this is really cool for no money. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of no money, it also made no money. I think it made like also forty million dollars, um, which is that's breaking which is a travesty because that's breaking even. It's not, not breaking even because they probably marketed this marketing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't remember out. seeing ads for Dread, but I'm sure they showed up on some like. I don't know, like you know that really is cr- Smith site or something. I never <laughs> even heard of this movie before Alex told in this, me about it. In this interview, right <laughs> here, for like the the suggested Google 
sentences like people also ask here it says why does dread flop and the answer says the 43 year old whose acting career took off on shortland street said dread dread's box office fail was a result of zero audience awareness nobody knew the movie was being released that's fair that'll do it to you i feel like that's that'll just a start though <laughs> like i don't i don't I don't it's know. I feel like, like it's not that, like the original at all. So, and that movie wasn't good. So, I don't know why they chose to reboot this. For I don't know. I feel like if this From movie had come out on Netflix, it would have been like and like a, a big deal. Like, oh my god, hey, this is a Netflix exclusive. Like in 2012, yeah. I think it probably would have gotten. Some... It's just a weird property choice. For me. I know. Yeah, I it's, it's a weird they, choice. I think it's a cool. I could, see it. I could see it. Like, I'm I'm super on board. I'm like, yeah, that's what oh, I'm really? saying. I would have really liked more movies out of this. I guess we'll cool. have to we'll have to talk about that, Alex. So you want to finish your thought, your first thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I was just, I, I love the, the campy nature of it and and the risks it takes, and it, it to me it stands out as a really unique looking and feeling action movie that unfortunately got no recognition. Um, to me, I think it's my push for you, Brendan, where that's it's fair. like that's it's fair. this little guilty pleasure. Um, but I, I, to touch on what you were just saying, Ryan, that it's a, it's a weird property to kind of reboot. I've never read the comics, but from what I've heard, it's, it's very faithful mm. to that in terms of tone and, and style. So I feel like this is like one of the most, uh, true to heart adaptations of like a graphic novel or comic that definitely the first one did not at all try to okay. attempt to go for that that tracks because i thought the first one was an original ip so i thought it was this was adapting that so i mean i i that, I, that comic, I have no idea but a lot of the stuff is like comic. a lot of the stuff is like uroboros where it's like oh maybe that movie was an original idea and then they made a better comic book about it and then they made a movie based off the better comic book because they do th- they do that every once in a while with stuff i have no idea i don't know the dread property uh, clearly, but it comic either. came first before comic probably did come movie. first, but you know, sometimes it's well, even that situation where it's like, oh yeah, that's a shitty idea. I'm going to polish that in a comic book series that'll run <laughs> for 20 years. <laughs> well, I guess now that we're through first thoughts, Kyle, I want to challenge, I feel like this world is completely flat. I don't think there's really anything oh, interesting about the what world. the what this movie in particular I'm with paints. Ryan on this one. <laughs> that there's nothing to it. Like, the first one is bad, but it has a, a bunch of ideas that don't really work that well, <laughs> but they are ideas. <laughs> um, this one is just, like, it. I don't feel like there's really any stylistic choices outside of some of the, the slow-mo shots and the, the weapon use. And maybe, I guess, his helmet is a little bit different than the original, but outside of that, it just looks like a really flat action movie. Just really stale, not a lot going on in the background. It just... Oh, so Nothing. so look wise, yeah. And psychics. I'm not going to argue with you at all. I agree. It's, I but no, I like I like the 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 world build and the law, like the the judges and the Department of Justice being just this, you know, the, the idea of just we're the cops and we sentence you. Isn't that wacky? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's like I don't even feel like they played into that aspect. Oh no, they, I feel that like that's the part I cued in on the most, where he's always asking, uh, like Olivia Thurlby, uh, "What do you, what do you sentence him to?" Um, and things like, like I no, I really like the idea that like it. We've just gotten to this point of you are either a criminal 
or a oh, super overly aggressive justice enforcer. Um, like that that idea, that storyline was super interesting to me. That's what I really liked about this. I think that's like a, five minutes. I, I think that's the most <laughs> the most interesting thing this movie has to offer in terms of its world is that. Um, and to me, like, yeah, that's I found that to be an interesting concept as well. But the rest of the world is so like, I don't know, like stereotypical, like. Mm-hmm kind of like schlocky garbage that it's like well i would love to see this character in a world with even like an ounce more complexity or in a world that is quite like solidly a a, a satire or parody you know like something like robocop is way more a direct parody uh than this is and it's like well having a character that has such like a weird like idea of justice is more fun to explore in that context than in this, which is kind of just like a stereotype. Like, Oh yeah, this is like a drug apartment (laughs) building. Ew. (laughs) But everybody here is a criminal except for the one person who has a baby. (laughs) I think the world is so fitting though for, for its tone. Cause you're right. This is very stereotypical, like post-apocalyptic dystopian kind of world. Um, obviously, there's been nuclear war. Uh, there's no nature, no matter where you look. The buildings are 300 stories tall, these mega cities, all this stuff. Um, and I think it purposely kind of goes along that stereotype and takes everything to the extreme. Like, to me, what stands out is the part where they're talking about how much crime there is in the city annually and how they can only ever address, like, 6% of it. And so it's a matter of just choosing which 6%. Like, this is a hopeless world, and that's taken to the extreme. And so you're just setting up this just absolutely disgusting, gray-looking world because it just kind of drives home the point of, like, yeah, these this Department of Justice is... They're they're wacky like they, they've kind of lost their mind and what they're doing but like boy does it make for some some brutal murders and some fun movie well yeah, yeah and, that, and i don't disagree with that i just think that like in terms of me wanting to return to this world there's almost nothing like buying me a ticket back because it's like all right there's no hope here world's kind of shit I imagine any other movie would just be them going to a different concrete building and fucking that one up too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm I don't know. know. I'm all fucking in. <laughs> but see, to me, it's like, well, like that only goes one way, which is a fucking like video game ass. Like you're on floor one, make it to floor. Uh, the last one was 76. This one, 176. <laughs> Good luck, judge. Like, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I need to go back because I yeah. don't think that they're going to do anything more interesting than what they did here. I, I just I feel the, like, the, I was going to say the world like setup and stuff, there's no nuance to it when the whole movie is just a, a rampage. Like it doesn't play into that at all while the actual movie's going on. And it's just like, I, that's why I, I, I don't get you guys is yeah, infatuation no with the world building it's just there's nothing there's no personality well, to it no, but they, and I, if there's one I'm thing saying, i can say is that the original had personality like you know i agree a lot of it they is did. just action but there are multiple moments <laughs> throughout the whole movie where it's like 
all right, well, what are we going to do with this person? You know, what's our... I, I really like the idea of that they sentence people as they act. That's wacky to me, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> okay. That's cool. <laughs> I also... To me, the appeal... The, the, I'll just throw it out there. The mutant thing. I like the mutant thing, too. Just throw that in for I the shit of it. That. Why not? <laughs> Go for it. I was going to say, <laughs> to me, so the appeal in the world isn't in the, the, the landscape or the environment. It's in... The characters it's the actual world so like the department of justice and like these mutants and now we know that like people get implanted eyes like the donald gleason character um big fan of surprise and, like donald. the drug that was nice yeah i, I totally forgot he was in this movie so. to me it's like it's the the actual inhabitants and the characters that live in this just bleak world that's interesting to me and i feel like the world being gray and just kind of exactly what you think of when you see the word dystopian I think is is on purpose to create just a playground for these interesting characters. Well, yeah. Well, but that's the thing. Like, I don't disagree with that. I just don't like outside of going to a different drug den. I don't know what else you do with this character in these movies. Like, well, that's what I mean. Where light I, dread too. I, I, I just don't. I don't. I don't see too. how you make a sequel to this that isn't just <laughs> well, like oh, at the once he gets to the top, he has to hop across the alley into another build like i don't see how this isn't just a building like, i think that's no, there's well, nothing so, else that's go on that's solved because from what i know the again i am complete i know absolutely almost nothing about the comics but from what i've heard the comics have a really deep lore and a lot of cool stories yeah, but i feel they like tackle. they would have built that up more like i feel like in the comics that deep lore is built up way more than anything is built up in this maybe like that's, I, I that's what i mean well, probably like, going like, even it. the old movie builds up the lore and like the world a lot a lot wider and, and far-reaching than this like sure, that's yeah. what i mean i'll give you that this this didn't really set itself up for a, a more expansive world but no, yeah that and that, that to was its the defense only point i was trying to make i think that it there definitely is a lot of story here. I think I think what it gives us, there's enough story for a, a different kind of sequel. But if they had made a sequel, I mean, I think they have a lot of source material to base it on. And um, I don't think it would have shot itself in the foot saying like, oh, well, Dread 1 didn't kind of allude to any of this. I think there's still a lot of wiggle room for to learn the, the deep undergrounds of Mega City 1, even just given this movie. <laughs> yeah. Where did the corrupt cops come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did you guys like the psychic character then? Because I felt like her entire purpose, like every time she showed up, it just felt so shoehorned in. Like I just don't feel like she added anything. It was all about I liked it going for the same reason that I liked the mech suits in Edge of Tomorrow in that they were supplementary. Like it, both movies were telling their own cool action movie story. And then you added this little extra bit to just kind of elevate everything and make it a little more interesting. Like, you could have taken out the the psychic thing of this movie. I don't think anything would have changed besides they would have probably had to interrogate the character K instead of just read his mind. Like, it doesn't really ultimately affect the ending, but just adding that psychic character and the mutants, again, the world building, what kind of other mutants are there, um, just kind of... One's with three extra. arms and one's with no arms is what no we're told from the movie. <laughs> I, I'm a mutant. I have no arms. It just made some of the scenes a little more interesting for me. And and I think they purposely didn't focus on it. And so you think it's shoehorned. I think it's uh, 
it just added a little more nuance to certain scenes, a little more interest, intrigue. Yeah, that's that's pretty much my take as well. Not not I'm not gonna say nuance necessarily, but just kind of like uh, you know, like it didn't it didn't ever hurt anything for me. It wasn't ever like oh well, there's your MacGuffin or anything like that. I was like, no, we got the psychic character. They're not normally judges, you know. So oh, that's there's some interest in lore there, I guess, and. Uh, yeah, like it's it, it 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 made for some cool scenes. Like when when we get the foreshadowing and it's the female judge and she's like, I won't shoot. I'll, I'll know to shoot her, but I she won't that. know to shoot me. <laughs> and then and then it, you know it just goes the exact opposite way. Like that's fun. That's that's fun, right? I'm cool with that. that, that, that I'm your backup. Deep, deep foreshadowing. Bam. The what? Uh, the 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 very very deep foreshadowing. Yeah. And genius writing. Yeah. <laughs> And I think I that makes Judge Anderson's yet. character a little more interesting. Her being like this, how you don't get judges like her and how she's technically failing. And so her little arc at the end of kind of giving up her badge, but like she did, she was a great judge. I think it added, it added definitely to that story. And I, I yeah. loved her story by the end of it. I, 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 I agree. I agree. I, I don't, at that point, after seeing the, uh, the movie leading up to that point, I don't. I didn't care. <laughs> you know, like, I wasn't like, uh, what? Mutants? You know, the movie is not, like, is not, like, a, not a, a meditative, like, Blade Runner-esque story. It's very much, like, wearing its its big old heart on oh, its yeah. sleeve. So I didn't really care. And I think it did add something to, to, to her, her, her character. Uh, and also, like, I don't think that you could put this on like fx at midnight without having a story like that in it so i i think that really helps him <laughs> yeah so what did you all think about mama's character and and lena Headey's portrayal of her because i actually loved it i thought she was great in this role yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't think i care for it's kind of goofy Lena it looked Heath. like it looked like she was wearing an anime wig the entire time which was killing me well so did she, judge she looked, anderson she looked like sora <laughs> no but it was a judge andrew anderson just had like bleached hair like that's it lena hetty had like wild spiked black hair like it looked so goofy i like oh, I the scene it. where her, she's in her her scratches on her face she's just a comic book character and i love that i i like when she splashes around in the bathtub <laughs> I thought that was playing around like a kid, <laughs> like mama. and in slow in slow motion. Mama. So it looks really problems cool. here. She's look at the water though. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I I didn't find her very compelling. Now her death, on the other hand, that was pretty sick. That was cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was, that was one of the uses of slow mo and. Uh, I assume they use some practical effects with that because they got a really good like pouring motion. If that was CGI, then that's impressive. But that was like a moment when the blood I thought was really uh, effective because most of the time, like the the digital blood splatters are pretty distracting. But in that case, it looked pretty cool. I liked it. <laughs> it was all sparkly too because of the because of the slow mo. <laughs> Did we mention it's a half? <laughs> The speed. <laughs> hey Kyle, I bet you really liked uh, the use of of, of slow mo because of your affinity for character. Well, for movies with uh, with concepts and characters named slow mo or slow mo. <laughs> or... 
<laughs> As a matter of fact, I did. Uh, I was just talking with Ryan about lucky number Slevin and my, my <laughs> affinities for it. Yes, no, slow-mo, slow-mo, you know. I, I, I like slow motion. I have a fun time with it. It's like, oh, wow, I can see it. Like, Kyle, you gotta, I got to introduce you to this hot new director on the scene. It goes by Zack Snyder. <laughs> Ding. Honey, I'm he likes slow mo. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that that was. Uh, that was He's my take. favorite Christian filmmaker. <laughs> that was another takeaway: the excessive like slow mo and like the like sound effects and stuff. It felt very Zack Snydery. Like he got a whole like he got his grubby little hands on Judge Dread. <laughs> I I thought so too. Obviously, the introduction to it with the druggie in the car was like, "Oh, it's a cool drug." And then her in the bathtub is you like, I don't know, seeing something <laughs> different. And there's like a few moments in the middle where I'm like, "Okay, I've seen this before." But I think for most of it, every time they they go into slow motion, something new is happening in slow motion. Like the part where all the druggies are in the apartment, and then Dread and Anderson just come in and just shoot everybody through the face, and their cheeks blow out in slow motion. I love that. That was just so cool and. Uh, I feel like everything it's so, else. It's after so that. funny. It's just so funny to hear hear you describe them and go, "Love that." <laughs> I loved it, dude. The CGI gore it was good. Yeah, I did not um, care for that. But yeah, like at all. <laughs> I was like, number one, why are you shooting them through the cheek? They're not gonna die. That's their cheek. There's no vital organs. So there. they'll go, "Owie, ow, owie," <laughs> and then they'll and then they'll try and drink their alcohol because they're very alcohol dependent. But it'll spill through their cheek, and it'll be a really cool scene. Mm-hmm. But it'll mm-hmm. burn a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a callback. It's a callback, everyone. Oh, is that Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, it's Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that movie before. It's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I thought slow mo was cool for eighty percent of it. Yeah, that's just I always, one of those I always like a new concept. That... I always like a like a like a fun concept like that in a movie, even if it's I... executed poorly. I'm like, yeah, why not? Try it. <laughs> I was on board until they literally called the drug slow mo, and I was like, all right, <laughs> it's... Call, call out Mama's milk. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked that quite a bit more, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, okay well were there any other characters you guys were at all into Kyle I know you said you liked Donald Gleason's character I actually really did like his character I thought that was I thought it was fun that he's uh I guess the building like like manager or you know like the the super of the building I guess uh hacker man yeah um and that I (laughs) oh Ryan we cackled when when the judges go in and pull him out and he's screaming. He's, just, <laughs> no! he's hiding in the wires. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah. No, I thought he had a fun time with it. That. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah, he, he was a... Uh... I guess he was a standout character. The only other thing that I thought was weird uh, goes with the our protagonist. Um, 
I thought he was trying way too hard to push his draw out to look like Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, like, putting, pushing out his lower lip. And it's like, my friend, just, like, do your own thing. Like, Sly does that because he has, like, isn't, like, half his face paralyzed? Yeah, and, like, he has a huge jaw. So that's why he looks like that. You don't need to emulate that. But that was just, like, a very minor thing. I, th- I thought it was kind of weird how much he was trying to you know what that, that Sylvester Stallone character. To me, I was constantly thinking, like, is he pushing it out harder, like, as things get more intense? Like, he's really playing <laughs> yeah, it out more Yeah, no, more. that's like, really like, what it like, like. Like, as things get worse for him, he's just like, I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also didn't have the, he didn't have the frame or the figure as Sly, so got to dock some points there. Yeah, no, Sly was jacked in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. I mean, besides that, all the all the characters, I thought, you know, moved the story forward. They were I have there. To watch the original. It's yeah. It's I, it's I not good. Compare this to. It's just like uh, that's what I'm saying. Like the the things that worked for me in that movie were things that this movie strayed away from, and the things that kind of worked in this movie. I don't know. It's it's weird. I definitely like this more than the original one. But the original one definitely had some ideas that I thought were more creative and, uh, I don't know, funny <laughs> on screen. <laughs> it's kind of like watching, uh, uh, what is it, uh, um, Demolition Man, where it's like, this isn't a good movie. But, oh, my God, I love all the ideas. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot more colorful, too. But we already talked about the Blue environment color. and whatnot, so. Yeah. Zaddy the- likes gray movies. <laughs> Zaddy angry. <laughs> Zaddy want gray. <laughs> once, once Justice League, <laughs> Justice is gray edition. <laughs> Four by three aspect ratio. I, I will say this is the best Zack Snyder movie I've seen. <laughs> yeah, that... You know, I I looked at Pete Travis. I didn't recognize any of his other movies. I haven't seen any of his other movies. But this is my favorite. I remember out of the them. gumming coming out. I never watched it. <laughs> the though. gumming? Wait. The gunman. <laughs> I heard the gumming too, and I was like, ugh. They made I don't a remember that to movie. The gumming? <laughs> <laughs> the gumming. You think that's a movie? I'm going to look that up real quick. You think there's a movie called The Gumming? Let me look it up on Letterboxd. I mean, there's Gummo, but I don't... <laughs> no matches. Well, fellas, we have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> the Gumming. Um, yeah, that's... I mean, honestly, that's pretty much all of my notes. I didn't have too much on this. It didn't, uh, it didn't, like, it didn't exceed any expectations. It didn't disappoint. It was. So. It it was a disappointment. <laughs> or just saying it was. It was. Uh, yeah. It, it, it was it, dread. Twenty twelve. Yeah. It's like yeah. how everyone I, goes. Morbius definitely was one of the movies of all time. <laughs> yeah. I have to think this. Well, Alex, you're the only uh, Morbhead among us, right? Nobody else has seen Morbius. <laughs> I I've cool. only I seen so. clips of uh, of the Doctor Who actor in it because you know that's all you I haven't really seen care any about. of the. The mm. compilations of oh, yeah. every time he says it's Morbin time. Well, I was going to say, I saw the one where he says it's Morbin time to Obi-Wan Kenobi, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, 
I saw Peter the one went ape shit. where he said it's Mormon time, and then he like floated back and forth in front of a subway train. <laughs> it was sick. Um, but anyways, I was what I was gonna ask, Alex, Morbius or Dread twenty twelve? In terms of what? Which one's better? In terms of which one? Which one's is better? Desert Island, you know. Which one is more BS? Which which one could you not live without, do you think? Okay, I don't like Morbius. It's a bad movie. It's a very boring by the numbers movie. Kyle Kyle, so, cut his cut his call. End his end his feed. Yeah, this, this isn't coming in. This isn't coming. Gonna... Sever the fiber optic cable that is bringing Alex's video here. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna cut it, and it's just gonna be Alex saying it's morbid time fifteen times in a row. <laughs> Better be good. It's dread in time. Hey, um, that would have been cool. He had some one liners. So, I like that. I was gonna say the one last thing I wanted to talk about was the the one liners and the cheesy dialogue in this movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. I wish That's what more brought of the air of self-awareness that I enjoyed. Made yeah, I wish there was palatable. more stuff like that. I liked the amount. More? I feel like it was in every scene, pretty much. Yeah, know. but I wish that the the criminals were as goofy. Mm. Like, the, like, Dredd himself felt like, like a Dick Tracy character in, uh, in a movie directed by the guy who did Training Day. Like, it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked full on Dick Tracy, uh, and, and like Whoa, have some okay. guy named you were like very close to saying something else there. I was gonna say I know what I, I know where I'm cutting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, a little more full on Dick. <laughs> I don't know, like a like a guy named like Lobster Head, and he's the head of the gang, and he speaks only in uh, references to tongue. crustaceans. <laughs> I'm crabby to see you. <laughs> I did like. Uh, they call me the King Crab. <laughs> I liked particularly the solution to the problem at the end, where she's like, "If my heart rate dies," and he just shoots her. That and goes, it's probably not going to be in range. <laughs> I think it'll go through a hundred layers. That made me laugh. I honestly, Kyle, you'll you'll know what I'm referencing here, but I it made me think immediately of the scene in uh, uh, Legend of Korra season four with Varric in the train, where he's like, "You can't kill me. I have a I have a thing that'll make a bomb go off." And they're like, "Okay, we'll just take the thing from you." No, no, no. It'll go off after twenty seconds, regardless of what anyone does. <laughs> so you need to let me go. <laughs> And not do anything. <laughs> and that it was killing me because her with the like yeah. the stupid little wrist thing that looks like it's just duct taped on. Yeah. Like it's, that is the cheapest the movie ever got. Was that shitty little prop that she had? <laughs> I was dying. I was like, like okay, well he just doesn't have to kill you then. He could just drag your ass all the yeah. way back down the like. Okay. No, that's not the law. Her sentence is is death. Yeah, you can't just go back on your sentence. Well, and as we saw, he's he gets creative about serving that sentence in the in the way that she very much allows him to get creative with. <laughs> I'm so hard at the the homeless man. He goes, "All right, man, I told you already. Get out, get out. I'm handcuffing you," and then gets squashed. 
Alex, 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 always laughing at homeless people. He, he does. I mean, he hates the homeless. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even go anywhere with Alex because he always points them out and starts laughing. God damn it! <laughs> He's gonna that. turn into Kyle's. <laughs> Kyle's rant about me hating. I was the gonna say he always. It's it's really fascinating what he does. He carries around a little packet of natural gas and he he shoves it in homeless people's mouths and tells them it's food. You know? <laughs> Alex, you're really just a son of a bitch. You're, you're a real piece of shit. You know that, buddy? We're supposed to That prop. I got nothing else it. on this movie. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what'd you say? I was going to say that part probably won't make it. Oh, I think it nah, should. leave it in. Yeah. Oh, you, you don't mind? I guess, yeah. The environmentalist shit got in, so. <laughs> Well, hey, the apology yeah, but that made was a it joke. into the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with it. I'm yeah, cool we, with no, it. we were joking around um, with the environmental shit. Unless, is it right. not a joke? <laughs> it's a joke. Yes. <laughs> I, I care about my environment. Yeah, you think, all right, anyway, so Ryan, what you do is you get that segment of... Alex saying it's a joke, and then we say, like, Alex, how do you feel about environmental issues? It's a joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's going to make that cool. happen. <laughs> Real innovative. Real innovative stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I got nothing more yeah, on this movie. I, I, I figured it would be a bit I, of a I short discussion. we've been done for, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> 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 this movie's shortened to the... To the point, and I think the discussion should be as well. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess I started. I'll close down. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. I enjoyed my time with it. It was a solid action movie. I wish the choreography and some of the, the, the blood spatter effects would have been a little bit uh, better, I guess, uh, more interesting. Um, it had a lot of stylized things that I enjoyed and connected with, and it had a lot of self-aware humor and um kind of set pieces and everything that i also enjoyed um but beyond not much more to say beyond that uh, it uh it definitely uh, entertained i was never bored and uh yeah solid film oh it's me did anybody watch this on amazon prime video <laughs> no no oh where'd y'all watch it apple xbox Right. Yeah, Apple. We watched it together. Kyle and I watched. Yeah, that was really cute. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, we watched watch movies Dread. together. It's the it's the it's the Ryan Kyle summer baby. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Thank you. Well said. I'm I'm feeling pretty tired, gang. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Those two beers really got to you. Yeah, they really did. Um, <laughs> I like dread. <laughs> Great. I made a fan in you. <laughs> really, uh, really, I like dread. <laughs> I'm really glad you put it on your list. I'm probably going to show my dad this soon, and it's going to be one of his five movies he this watches. This would be now. great for your dad. It would. It would. He would absolutely love it. Um, you think so? I, 
Maybe I don't know your dad's taste in movies that well. His dad would like he pretend would. he's dread. He would. And then, <laughs> and then he'd, he'd be like, they'd let me in with that ponytail, right? And then he would... Call back. Call back. This Call Justice back. Department, Department of Justice might be onto something. <laughs> I, I, I guarantee really be a lot easier. that would be a sentence uttered at some point. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think they're pretty much on the, on the nose. Uh, yeah, no. Well, uh, yeah. I like Dread. Nice. <laughs> cool time. Cool, man. That's really cool. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give my thoughts. I'll make mine uh, somewhere in between uh, Ryan and Kyle and, and length. Um, I thought this movie was fine. Didn't hate the time I spent with it. Didn't love it either. Uh, certainly won't have any need to like pick this up physically in any like i don't i don't i don't care to watch this again uh however it moves on to the next round until it moves on to the next one because i'm telling you right now i (laughs) i had some thoughts about gump as well (laughs) (laughs) it's gump mania time next time I like that. That was it. He. Uh... That was it. That's it. That's that's my thoughts. That's it, it was a, it okay, was a cool. good. Kyle. Oh no! I, I was just going to comment on Gump time, and how I like Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> cool man. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, you're full of great ideas. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you're adding a lot to this conversation. <laughs> Kyle, why do you have a wheelchair behind you? I just noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've been meaning to tell you something for a minute now. I'm Dr. Rex. <laughs> thought it was weird you were bald now. No, I'm 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 him in uh what is that? Days of Future Past? <laughs> Multiverse of Madness. Where, uh, where he's got the hair it's still. A movie I like. I think he's got long hair in that movie. Yeah, he's got long hair and he's doing uh he's doing drugs. Yeah. Almost like slow mo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Riveting. Absolutely riveting <laughs> discussion we've had today. It's like we've had like fifteen percent actual takes, and the rest is just <laughs> there's seven minutes of usable discussion. Ooh, in uh, yeah, Dread Good. I like rewatching it. <laughs> and uh, I think the world's fun. And I would love to see a sequel of this world. Oh, yeah, I want to add that to mine. I also want a sequel. Hey, maybe uh, after The Boys is canceled. They're not canceling. That's a little too successful yeah, for they're that. Making, they're making money on it. They're, they're going to cancel it after they hear my rant <laughs> from the, like, what, like two episodes ago. Yeah, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Alex, when did you first see Dread? Uh, and how? I don't know, 2016. I don't know how I watched it. I think <laughs> you just woke up one morning and you went to see it. It was Dread. probably it was probably a Watch Mojo movie, and I was like, or Watch Mojo episode, <laughs> and I was like, this looks interesting. Top ten Carl Urban performances. <laughs> Number one. Hey, you know what? Dread. I'm gonna put this in the top ten Carl Urban performances. I'll agree with Watch Mojo on that. Only cause I probably can't name ten Carl Urban performances. Uh Bones. Yeah, Bones. I was gonna say boys. Star Trek one, two, and three. Uh the boys, uh, yeah. Uh 
Lord of the Rings. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Two Towers and uh, Return of the King. Uh, so we're up to seven. We're up to seven. Uh, the Boys. Probably, that's eight. I think we I already said, said Boys. boys. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're at eight. Um, probably he's probably in some. He's probably in like a, a uh, season. Thor Ragnarok. Of, Oh yeah, Thor, he's in Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. He's, yeah, that's nine. He's probably in a season of like uh, the Sea Beast. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> the Sea Beast from wait from this year. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. Oh, All that right, yeah, out? sure. Oh, the, yeah, sea the Sea Beast. Everybody. Oh, and then you got to for, for the tenth movie. It's a toss up between either two thousand five's Doom or the Chronicles of Riddick. That is a toss up. Two thousand five's Doom. Yes, with the rock. With, uh, the rock where they I, do that sick first person segment. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know they did. Sick as hell. And they play the they play the heavy metal and it's like, "Oh my god, I'm in the video game." Hardcore Henry could run. Thanks for bringing could it home, sprint. Babe. Thanks for bringing it home. <laughs> with that, uh speaking of running, we're going to get into a movie <laughs> with <laughs> with some running in it. Uh, a little number called Forrest Gump. A little ditty. Yeah, a little piece. It's pretty niche. It's a pretty niche movie. You probably haven't heard <laughs> I of it. I don't think one. you've heard of it. Yeah. If you're listening to this, I don't think you've heard of it. It's got this actor. Probably never heard of him either. Thomas Hanks. Up and coming guy. I really like some of the stuff he's done. Uh, like the Dungeons yeah, and you know, and I can't movie. wait to I can't wait to see him as Geppetto and Pinocchio. I think that's just I think that's so great for Disney to take a chance on such an unknown. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. be cool. <laughs> Have y'all seen Finch? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Forrest Gump discussion. Welcome back to Kino Clutch. Um, we'll put, we'll put some fanfare my... in for that. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I was listening to some songs earlier, and, and one of them is going to be playing there. I'll, uh, I'll let that be a surprise for you all. But anyhow, this is my number one pick. Is it Freebird? It's not Freebird, but it does. Uh, it has to do with flying. Okay. Oh, that uh, that Starship song by what Nicki Minaj? No, no. <laughs> It'll be so. You guys will like it. You guys will like it. Um, but anyways, shall I read the description and, and kick Let's this get bad boy up, baby? Let's get into gump. Are you guys ready to get Wait. based and gump pilled, Ryan? If if you're not gonna yeah. talk this entire rest of the episode in Gump voice, can you at least read the summary in Gump voice? Well, Alex, the first line is a Gump quote, so I don't really see how I have any other choice. Now I don't have a mouthful of chocolate on me, but uh, we'll have to make do. Life is like a box of chocolates; you never know what you're gonna get. A man with low IQ has accomplished great things in his life and been present during significant historic events, in each case far exceeding what anyone imagined he could do. But despite all he has achieved, his one true love eludes him. Now, I love that, but I don't, did anyone read the Netflix description? What's the Netflix because it description? Was awful. Oh, what was it? Here, let, me, let me see if I can pull it up. All right. All right. No, it's it's actually the opposite of what you guys are thinking. Uh, I might have it. Okay, yeah. Kyle, I'm, I'm now I'm more uh, afraid of what the opposite of that is. Well, no, no, just just hear me out. Hear me out on this. 
A gentle, friendly man navigates through the major events of the 60s and 70s while inspiring those around him with perpetual optimism. That is a To be honest, I don't hate that. I don't hate it. I don't don't hate it, but saying a gentle, friendly man does make him sound (laughs) like the BFG. (laughs) Forrest Gump canonically tried to kill Vietnamese people. He goes through the 80s, too! It's a huge part of the movie! Um, but yeah, so again, restated. This is uh, this is my my number one movie. Um, I was saying before we started recording, this might be, if not the movie I've seen the most, it's probably at least second. I've seen this movie so many times. Um, the first time I watched it, I was homesick from school. I had a high fever, and I was watching some Forrest Gump, and it's hey, that's my Spirit Away since. story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when was the first time you watched? This? I was, I think, I was thirteen. Okay. okay. So, many odd years ago, I saw Forrest Gump. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'm 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 dying to know what you guys think about the Gump. I'm dying to know <laughs> who wants to kick it off. I, I'm I'm positive everybody's seen it already, right? Yeah. Before uh, I, yeah, I think so. before this little endeavor. Okay. Um, I'll I'll start. I. <laughs> I don't love this movie. I think this movie's really long. And frankly, I don't care about much of what happens to Gump or anyone else in this movie. Um the first time like I watched this, this was a this was a dad movie for sure. This was just, you know, put on by my dad. Uh and I didn't like it then. I I think I appreciate it more now for like all of the uh I don't know humor that it that it it has with like the historical time periods and stuff and like yeah, him it's a funny movie. him crashing a, a a Black Panther meeting and like punching the guy <laughs> is is really funny. <laughs> but um you know, outside of that, I um yeah, I like I never need to watch this. I don't think about this movie ever outside of like the humor of it but it's not bad like i i did not hate this movie when i was watching i just it's it's just not my kind of of movie at all it just is it's it's too much at all times um it's not your box of chocolates not my box of chocolates that's a great way of putting it this is like no. This is actually like the chocolate in the box of chocolates. That's like the raspberry like coulier oh. or whatever in it. And you're oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's chocolate, but I, but I would prefer if it was just regular chocolate in this box and not like preserved fruit. The only worse one than that is the the dark chocolate with like orange flavored stuff in between. Or- it. Orange yeah. cream is not my favorite. Yeah, yeah, that's nasty. I don't like any fruity chocolate. I just chocolate covered cherries. I don't think I've had a chocolate covered. I cherry. love chocolate covered fruit and like and like a ooh. I just bought some strawberries and I have some chocolate dip. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Not when as a they cream. freeze dry it or when it's like a raisin or it's like a weird Orange jam. I was gonna say raisinets. Fucking oh, I, raisinets I are god tier. Raisins are disgusting. No, that is. I like raisins. The wrong opinion. And chocolate covered raisins. I once ate so many raisins as a child, my mom called poison control. Because <laughs> you turned purple. <laughs> I turned into I turned into one of the California raisins. 
your whole body just Ugly got really wrinkly and brown. Realistic face. I remember that actually. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a it was a famous event in Siberia. <laughs> um, oh but, wait, speaking of which, everybody, Alex has infiltrated my residence. Yeah, he's Kyle's big vacation to Siberia has. Uh, Opened a gateway for Alex to sneak in. Alex, <laughs> like the Alex, cockroach he is. Alex, known squatter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. Um, who wants to? Who wants to talk about Gump next? I'm I'm dying to hear more. I really am. I feel like Alex is up. Next. Yeah, I'll, I'll go next. Um. I like this movie a lot. It's so endearing and cute. Uh, it's. It's definitely the most enjoyable watch I've ever had of this movie. Probably because also it's the first time I've watched it as an adult. All my I was kind of scared of this movie with like growing up with the Vietnam War scenes and the suicide and drug addiction. I, I was very scared by this movie, but watching it now, it's so endearing and so wholesome and cute besides the murder. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, and I definitely besides got a lot murder. out of it. Yeah, the murder wasn't so in- endearing. The Vietnam War, I mean. President's... Many presidents get shot. Actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that what you're talking about, Alex? Yeah, yeah, just the death in general, the war, all that. It's kind of a yeah, it's a more violent movie than you would expect. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have no qualms with this movie. It's not anywhere near my top ten necessarily, and I, I don't necessarily think about it all that much either. But while I'm watching it, I'm having a great time, and, um. I, I'm I'm very happy it exists. It's a very important movie. It's very memorable, scene wise, character wise, and obviously, <laughs> uh, it's so quotable. It's an iconic movie. I mean, let's be I, let's I, let's call it how it is. I love it's an the iconic de- I love movie. the idie of describing this movie as an important film. <laughs> oh, I guys, think it this is. movie's I think important. Is. I I don't know if I would say this is important. <laughs> I guess we'll get to it, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think this movie set a lot of standards. To be honest, <laughs> like not even joking. So, all right, Slimer. <laughs> all right, we'll we'll do the ironic bit first. It's Gump, baby. It's Gumptastic. It's Forrest Gump. He goes around. He's friends with the Black Panthers and the government. That's crazy. It's Gump. How could you not love it? Gump for president, twenty twenty. Two now to the genuine part. Um. All right, so remember, this is my genuine take. It's Gumptastic. It's Gumptastic. <laughs> it's a Gumpmazing. It's Forrest Gump. Who could not love this? Um, Critics no. call it Gumpsational. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs Gump. <laughs> I uh, I went. I was talking with Ryan the other night, so I watched this Tuesday, I think, and I was gonna watch seven. And I realized I didn't have enough time to watch Seven and Gump before we recorded. So I was like, fine, I'll watch Gump. And I wasn't really looking forward to it. And then it started. And Tom Hanks started talking. And I was like, god damn it. I'm in. I'm so in. I love this. I love this so much. <laughs> um, and, uh, legit, uh, you know, like, uh, Brendan, I'll say what you said. Uh, I didn't remember it being as funny of a movie as it is. But it is very funny. Um, and I, I think I agree with Ryan completely, Ryan and Alex for that matter. Uh, I think it is incredibly important. Um, you know, now let me, let me put some qualifiers out here. Uh, should it have beat Shawshank for best picture this year? No, no, it should not have. Um, uh, 
Not that I'm a huge Shawshank fan, but uh, I, this, I don't think this is necessarily a good movie, but it's really goofy, and I have a real nice time watching it. Um, you know? I don't... I legitimately don't know anyone who wouldn't have a slightly nice time watching this movie. Like, if you watched this and you were like, I'm bitter and I hated this, like the same reaction you'd have after a Marvel movie, your heart is dried up in a California raisin, okay? It's gunk, baby. It's awesome. That's my take. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I think I can I can work with this. So you guys, like, this is my this is my number one slot. And that that is definitely with a grain of salt, but I do think this is a, a genuinely great movie. Um, Robert Zemeckis, same guy who did Back to the Future, he has a, a historic track record. Um, yeah, didn't he also do? Didn't he also do uh, 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 Welcome to Marwin? <laughs> <laughs> now this was 1994, Britt. <laughs> um, are, are you telling me you didn't what, like Welcome what, to th- Marwin? There's a clear divide between Y2K Zemeckis and pre-Y2K. Are you talking about pre and post Gump Zemeckis? Because I think that's the divider. I think this movie broke yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. BG and uh, AG. <laughs> Anno Gump. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, the 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 eye for directing that is in this movie I think is really great. There's a lot of really nice shots. Um, there's nothing that's boring about the presentation of this movie. And a lot of that is bolstered by the camera work and it's bolstered by the soundtrack. I think the actors all do a really great job. I like the pace that it sets. I like that you're not stuck in one thing because that's exactly what it's trying to do it's trying to show you all these different things through a really unique lens um which is inherently goofy and i think the humor works really well a lot of the time um and beyond that this also set a lot of standards for special effects like the uh, the lieutenant dan um his his legs were there irl worry not audience um (laughs) but that was a really groundbreaking of a really groundbreaking effect was him not having legs. Oh, Fun fact, sure. audience members, Alex has met Lieutenant Dan. Have you really? You've met Gary Sinise? No. <laughs> what? Yes, you have. <laughs> Kyle, what a lie. No, well, you have. You got my hopes up. At, at <laughs> film festival not to be named. No, I haven't. Not Gary Sinise. Yes, you did. Horseshit. Yes, you <laughs> did. Why I've met Alex Tommy Wiseau. About... I've met Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sotero. Um, <laughs> Why are you insisting? Hold up. No, almost no, met, met Gary Patrick Sinise. Wilson. I Obviously met... almost met Patrick Wilson. Oh, man. I'm, I met... Uh... One of the Wilson brothers? No, 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 no. no. Patrick Wilson. Oh, crap. I'm forgetting of, his name. Uh... Watchmen. Gary Sinise. Okay, I, I met What's someone else. Person? I met the original What's Back to the Future actor. Alex, I have not shit. met you Gary met Sinise. Gary Sinise. <laughs> no, I haven't. Kyle, why do you think Alex has met Gary Sinise? Because he told me he said, "Oh, it's the guy who plays Lieutenant Dan in Forrest Gump." Or no, something along I've never because I didn't know who Gary Sinise was by name. I never met what him. If, what if he, What if Alex was mistaken when he said that? Is that a possibility? There was Alex? a guy who directed a movie. Is Gary Sinise in the right stuff? Or is he in a space movie? He's in Apollo he's 13. He's direct of Mice and Men. He's, he's in Apollo 13. Did <laughs> yeah. he really direct of Mice and Men? Yeah. 
And he is in Apollo 13, yeah. Alex, I swear to God, this might be a Berenstain Bears situation. You have met Gary Sinise. No, I have not. I'll, I'll send you this a list. This is Kyle's Mandela and, effect that Alex yeah. has met Gary Sinise. I'll send you pictures of the actors reason. I've met, but Gary Sinise is not one of them. Who did you meet who was, who was mostly an actor but is now a director? Chet Hanks. May he rest in peace. He's alive. <laughs> I have to think about it. Alex, I swear to we God. Can't, we cannot linger. This is nothing. We can't linger on this. This is like, I, I believe Alex just because it's Alex <laughs> saying that he hasn't met him. And you're insisting. I'm yeah. testifying on Alex's life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, wait. We, we might have to get what? back to this, but. What you were talking about, uh, Ryan. This movie's very wonky because it has some groundbreaking special effects and then some special effects that absolutely take you out of the movie and are so Yeah, dated. were you really upset about the ping pong balls again? No, it's really the mouths. The president mouths yeah. trying to dub yeah. over some stuff. I'll give you that. I'll give, yeah. I'll give you that. Everything else, yeah. yeah, great. But that stuff but honestly, truly was like... even that considered, in 1994, I mean, I, I didn't really notice until this watch... Because I feel like if you're not like zoned in on the mouse, you don't really notice. Well, it. Well, I feel like if it's especially because they c- they cut it in with black and white footage, and they try to make it. Well, there's more things to look at than just. Also, that. I feel but like I do, yeah. I do know what you're talking about. I, I feel like it's in a it's in a resolution that it was not necessarily ever meant to be in, like on a on a yeah, personal yeah. TV. I don't think I don't think anyone was like, yeah, this will be blown up in like 4K native resolution on like a exactly. screen that yeah. someone can just go stand next to. You're probably right. But at be on 4K VHS. and blown up, it honestly looks like Annoying Orange, where you just kind of <laughs> Photoshop a mouth over a face. First off, you take that back, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Second off, I do kind of agree. It's 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 not to that degree, obviously. I know you're being I mean, it's no fault a of little movie. hyperbolist, but... It's the yeah. best they could do at the time. I'm not saying shame I, on yeah, them. Yeah, I do but, know what you mean. Yeah. And I did notice it this time. I Like, I've never noticed it before, but this time I was like... Yeah. Oh! Oh, yeah. No, they, they, We're all watching yeah, the same 4K remaster of it. Yeah. So, Gary Sinise I mean, even told me if he could redo that movie... Uh, he would. <laughs> I knew you. I knew you met Gary Sinise. Um, but no, like, like genuinely, I think the uh, Lieutenant Dan scenes with him without legs, I that looks that's such a good effect, and they really. Is that a special effect? Is that is he not just doing like it's a, a it's a visual effect? No, it's CGI. no. They, they like they had like blue screen over his legs, like things such as really uh, the the big one that comes to mind is uh, when they're on the shrimp boat. And he's sitting on kind of like the balcony, yeah. and he like twists over. They like at that that balcony is like edited in, so like there's a gap in the balcony that he's swinging his actual legs through. Oh, that's cool! But because he's turning, and they edit in wow. the, the balcony. Yeah, no, half. I I thought he was legitimately just doing like putting his knees. In the shoes. <laughs> no, no, no. I I think it's it's a great effect, and it's really seamless. Yeah, no, it, it, um, it and that kind of it stands out in comparison to like a lot of. I mean, even a lot of things nowadays when you know they they have someone who like loses an arm, and it's like uh, I don't know, just tuck that like behind your back and leave like a loose sleeve, but suddenly one side of your body is like double the size of the other. <laughs> you know, it it, looks really it does good. stand out as like it's being because... good. It's because Zemeckis knew how to film those scenes so that they could pull off this special effect versus movies nowadays. 
they film it like a normal scene and then just leave it to the CGI or artists afterwards to just yeah. comp it out. And so they struggle, obviously, versus here, like you said, Ryan, they specifically designed the sets so that you can get the, the visual, the motion of the leg swinging around while obviously still having a full leg. And you kind of have to design around that. Yeah. So like, and I, I think it works really well. And that's so those kind of special effects and the things that went into making this movie work are the reason why I do consider this an important movie. I don't want to get into like the, the, the reach of this, but like Gary, the Gary Sinise Foundation, this gave hope to a lot of people. And just kind of watching this, I feel like there really is something in this movie for everybody. Like this movie truly has it all. It's funny. It has action sequences. It has kind of romantic sequences, good drama. It has a good cast. Like it really, it does it all. And I think it balances it really well. And that's why I keep, I mean, that's why even though it's probably not the best movie I've ever seen by any means, I do love it still. It's just, it's so well presented, and I think it's really effective. It never feels sloppy, at least to me. I I think that is a common take that a lot of people think it's cheesy. And to a degree, it certainly is, but I think it's... I I, I wouldn't agree with that, I don't think. Really? I I mean, I can see that take, but no, I I feel Mm -hmm. like it's always self-aware enough and moving forward to enough different I, things that it, it really works for me and that, I, I that's why know. i love it so watching it this time like you know i i probably haven't watched this movie in over a decade if i'm being honest wow okay uh, yeah watched it as a kid and uh i was watching it and it definitely it had godfather syndrome to a great degree because there's just so many bits that have been redone in pop culture at this point like run forest run i can't help but cringe at like you know, yeah it it, <laughs> it, it 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 and you know if you separate it from what it is it's a fine scene i don't think it's excellent by any means but it's fine uh, certainly not stand out <laughs> yeah i don't think it was meant to though i think it just like connected with people because it's just such a funny thing to say <laughs> uh, but i i just I, I don't know i i like i wouldn't consider it i i would put this in the same camp as loader of it's not cheesy it is the cheese like this i i think to a degree yeah. this really perfected the day in a life of movie kind of deal yeah you, I, I, I you mean life in a day no day in a life well, you spend more than a day in this man's life. <laughs> um, and I feel I guess, like the movie uh, lasts an entire day. <laughs> so, are Brendan, are you not a fan of the pacing? I'm not. A, I, it's, it, I have actually no issue with the pacing. I just think this movie is really long. And I, I, like, I don't care enough about Forrest Gump to carry me through a lot of the... I don't know, more like inconsequential stuff where he's like just kind of doing random shit. Like obviously pretty much everything comes back in some way, shape or form later on, but it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's not a lot of character stakes. Um, nah, that's not true. I just don't really care about the ping pong section of the movie at all. Um, and so like, it's not that we're there for a long enough time for me to like, be taken out of the movie or be bored it's just uh, there's so much in the movie that i would rather the movie be shorter and have less and end quicker because i i don't know i just by the end of it it's like this is going for a very long time and i've lost i i never was fully interested in the story and it's all it's overstayed its welcome okay 
I, I, yeah. I could see that. Cause... If you're not fully invested in the gump, the man, <laughs> then... <laughs> Uh, the, if you're not this, if you're not gump pilled well it's yeah. also it's just it's just like the 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 uh, uh you know the shtick at least for me like wears thin to an uh, to an extent like it's fun and a lot of the stuff is funny but like by the end of the movie i was like i kind of just want this to be over <laughs> like you could go anywhere and do anything with this character he could have gone to the fucking moon like you could do anything with forrest gump Schwarz but Paul like 13. At some point, I, I, <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. But at some point, it's like I just want the movie to be over, and I don't want to do anything more with this character. And, yeah, because I, I can definitely see that, but I, I don't know. I, I like how other characters get to kind of shape themselves and and grow, um, kind of through the lens of Forrest Gump, like his 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 reach. Uh, exceeds his grasp in that way like i feel like everybody he meets kind of is left better off in some way or another all right it's well, yeah, it's, he, it's entertaining it's like, uh, to me. It's like, like bubba was bubba bubba had hope <laughs> when he died i bubba guess he was hope gonna be a shrimp boat captain but instead... yeah he was gonna be a shrimp boat captain before he met forrest gump but but instead he yeah <laughs> you know what those those Viet Cong, they are sneaky <laughs> Let's take a minute to really just get on the Viet Cong and the unholy war they were fighting against capitalism. <laughs> Maybe let's not do that in this film discussion podcast. Um, oh. But yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I, I, I like I like a lot of the stuff in the movie, and you know, I it, it does feel like the last uh, like great American folk tale, having him. You know, yeah. travel across uh, the United States and every what and, and experience every major event of the like past three decades or whatever. Like, there is something very like m- magical and whimsical about that that I do appreciate. Yeah. But it's just like, oh my god! <laughs> like by the end of it, it's just like, okay, how did you do it? <laughs> how did you make it at everything? No, it's completely ridiculous. But I. I don't know. I, I this time I I mean every time I watch it it really just it's it's quick. Like you're into the next scene so quickly that I don't I don't ever really notice the runtime, but I do see what you're saying. But I also agree with you that it it, it feels like a myth. Like this feels it just feels like an American I, myth. I know? real no, I really do like that as the the last great American folk tale. Yeah, it's like I, yeah, it's I, I that's exactly like, what it is. Is this based on a book? I did no research. Yes. It is. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say the uh, I book think, written by a guy from uh, University of Alabama, I, so that's where that comes in. From. I I think that I might enjoy the book about a hundred times more than this movie. Just because I feel like I don't know, in in a book I can like I can I can go as I please. You know, I don't have to sit down and read the whole book all at once. Mm. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about the book. It, it is the movie is fairly faithful, from what I know. I do understand that. I think there's a sequel, and it's funny you said he could go to the moon because I think he goes to the moon. Oh, ew, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, actually, I that. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I have heard that. Um, you guys say... Jedi, I'm on the moon. <laughs> be wholesome. Alex, you say that like Apollo 13 doesn't exist. Like, you didn't bring it up like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I didn't say, oh, that was Brendan. The moon and Apollo 13, they famously do not go to the moon. Oh, yeah, they, they slingshot around it. Yeah, That's my bad. Yeah. 
Oh come on! You just spoiled that Dan movie for me. We're gonna be watching it. <laughs> Goddamn. Um. Yeah. I don't know history. I don't know what actually happened in Apollo 13. I was waiting for the movie. <laughs> Apollo 13 is not on my list. Apollo 11, oh, which is a documentary, is on my list. Alex, if I may, a complete digression from where we are. Uh, Alex has started using Letterboxd, everybody, so we only need Brendan to join us now. Why is I'm Apollo on Letterboxd. not on your... Yeah, but you're not using it. I'm lazy. <laughs> I, I, re- I, re- I reviewed is- Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Tron Legacy. Do I need to add more? <laughs> what more? That covers quite a bit of ground. That does. To be fair. Those are the big ones. I feel, I feel uh, like you'll know everything about what I think about any other movie, judging off those two reviews. Come on, get, get in on it, and then we can start plugging our letterboxed. And then our, our, our average audience of 20... Thank you, Kino Clashers. Can start following us on the uh, the best website out there. All right, I'll get on it. Why Why is Apollo Eleven not on your favorite four though? What's up with that? Honestly, just there, there's a lot of movies out there that I really love, and if I could pick six, I'd put it on. Um, I have to rewatch it. I also, I don't think I fully agree with my rating. I don't know. I just have to rewatch it, and I'll I'll reorder my list. It's not on there because you lied to the Kino Clashers. You lied. <laughs> You put it because you wanted to seem like a Gary fucking Sinise. nerd. <laughs> Alex lied. Clashers died. That's how I went. <laughs> that's, that's really funny oh. considering that I think Apollo 11 is a CNN documentary film. It is. <laughs> Don't let that taint your vision of it. Um, it's, 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 it's like the old Tumblr post. Clashers believed he lied. <laughs> emphasized from within Clashers belief. Right. Um, I guess. So it, it seems like everybody at least like enjoyed some part of the movie. I love. I loved uh, when he found Jenny and she was like, uh, like a a a, a, a coked up bad girl. <laughs> and they run into the the reflecting pool. Uh, I haven't seen it in ten years. Didn't realize Robin Wright was Jenny. Fucking love Robin Wright. Yeah. She's fantastic. Honestly, a better performance than Tom Hanks in this movie. Oh, wow, like, really? I, I was going to say oh, Tom you think Hanks' so? performance I was think so. incredible. I, Tom, but, like, Tom Hanks is, is low, low-hanging low fruit, you know? I mean... so I, wanna, I know, I we just saw Ryan do a perfect here. impersonation. It's not even <laughs> like... <laughs> well, it's, it, so here's the thing. That voice that he does. I don't know if you guys knew this. Is his real voice? No. no. <laughs> yeah, he's act yeah. <laughs> he wasn't acting in Forrest Gump, actually. Um, no, the 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 child actor Forrest Gump, that is how that kid actually talked. And so Tom Hanks was emulating that kid's voice for his performance. The kid with the braces? So, brace legs? The Yes, the kid that kid actually talked <laughs> Old like brace that. legs. So, so, so because that kid talked like that, Tom Hanks emulated that performance, and because that that kid was talking like that, they were because they were you know they're kind of writing a line. They don't want to be offensive to anybody, so they're <laughs> don't laugh. No, <laughs> it's I, true. I, did <laughs> like, anybody did anybody want like ever since I have seen Tropic Thunder, I cannot watch any <laughs> movie with this plot in mind and be like. Just not think about it. Yeah, no, that that's the thing. He was emulating that character, so they were trying to do it from a respectful standpoint, and I think that I think that's commendable. 
You know, the the uh, the kid had a certain manner of speaking, and Tom Hanks carried that into. And Tom Hanks was mocking him for the entire movie. <laughs> no, he was not mocking him. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, no, I a while ago I asked like every everybody kind of enjoyed it. So, did everybody have like a particular scene that they connected with, or a particular segment that they liked more than the others? The Black Panther scene that I was laughing like out loud. <laughs> that part was killing me because it was it was so ridiculous and it felt like it honestly felt like something that would be in king of the hill like it was so like over the top and silly and just having him <laughs> having him be there and in like his military outfit and everyone's like who the hell is this <laughs> <laughs> who's the baby killer <laughs> alex kyle i have to like think about like, it you got you got iconic gut moments I well, so I will say I forgot the Vietnam segment was as long as it was. Um, like it's probably a good thirty minutes, maybe. I'd say uh, so. Yeah. Which I totally did not remember. It makes you, it makes you really think about how long that war really was. You know, too Power long, Detroit. Brandon. Power too Detroit. long. <laughs> too long. Too long. Hey, cheers to that, everybody! Cheers to that! Raise our glasses. Welcome home, Vietnam <laughs> veterans that listen to Kino Clash. Welcome uh, home. Weirdly enough, the the scene in the movie that kind of affected me the most emotionally was uh, the end when Jenny comes home and lives with him for a bit. That whole segment, didn't expect it, but kind of like emotionally, I was most emotionally invested in that part. It was just very cute and really beautiful. Um Obviously, there weren't that many jokes, and it wasn't as silly during that period. But I don't know. I just love seeing them go back to their tree, and and the way Tom Hanks would look at her, and how he'd talk, and and I I thought it was so adorable. And it, it definitely that's the part I, when I finished watching the movie, I I thought about. I wouldn't say it was the most entertaining, but it was the cutest. I I think the part that was the most effective, because I think that was the question was the hard cut to Jenny is dead. Because um, there's not, like, a death scene. It's just, it cuts, and he's talking to her grave. Um, and not even, like, when he breaks down crying, just when he starts talking to the grave, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that that caught me off guard. That kind of left hook me a little bit. Um, favorite scene is probably when he's giving the speech about the vietnam war but the guy unplugs all the microphones that's, <laughs> that's all, all i have to say, say about that, that. <laughs> that's all i have to say and then uh it's what abby hoffman comes up goes right on man <laughs> that was awesome what's your name man forrest gump yeah forrest gump that scene that scene's awesome i don't care who you it's, it's great yeah, I uh, this time around, I really like the uh, the running scene when he's just going across all the different iconic American landmarks. I think that's really great, and there is some history behind that too. So, for the budget of the movie, they did not want to film that sequence. They had to plan Rob Zemeckis and Tom Hanks. They had to plan like a, a secret road trip, basically, to go to these different places on their own time while they were quote-unquote filming oh, so that really? they could get these shots yeah of him running <laughs> and uh so like the uh the desert scene when they're all out there that was not supposed to be in the movie 
but they went out of their way to make it happen because they had faith in it. <laughs> and I, I think where, it adds so much. Like that, uh, the part where he turns around and they're like, well, "What the fuck are we yeah, supposed to the do super now?" Long highway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was not supposed to be in the movie. There's like a there, there's some fun trivia with this movie, and I really like that. I I really like seeing the the mountain landscapes and the the sunsets in the desert and the 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 autumn leaves. I think that's a, just a really fun sequence. I, I love that. And as far as emotional sequence, I think uh, the, the part that gets me the most is when he's meeting up with Jenny for the first time after she left him, after returning. <laughs> um, when he finds out that he's a father and he's mm. he's almost breaking down, like, is he like me? Like, he, he's trying to figure out if his, his son is, is challenged like him or not, and... Just kind of seeing that kind of relief I, that that that, that his, was the one part of the movie that him. actually made me a little uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I I just saw it as relief, and he he was glad because it, it showed. That's the only time where he really showed his self awareness. Every other time, he's he's just being him. I think that was the part that kind of threw me off. Is that that is the first time of self awareness? Okay. And it was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, like I. I, again, I think everything in this movie was fairly tasteful. Um, but you that, think that wasn't? I it, not even that. I think it wasn't tasteful. It was the only part where I was like, eh, felt out this of place. Feels, yeah, a little, maybe a little too close to the line. Well, and a little, and as you brought up before, a little out of character. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like he was all he. He always knew, but he was kind of always hiding behind the adage of, like, stupid as a stupid does, and his mom instilled in him, like, you're no different than anybody. So, while you can go with, throughout your life, you are going to realize that you're different from people, but... But then that is kind of, that is kind of a really depressing, uh, uh, like, conclusion to that, is that then he's just grateful that his son isn't different. I don't know. I I, I like that kind of like that kind of sucks. <laughs> but but without a doubt, Forrest had his own challenges, and I'm sure he's yeah. aware of that. So well, yeah, he but like want that. I don't know. That is like, that is like I, a really I, I, sad ending to that. <laughs> I I guess like that's kind of like like I I don't have qualms with it, but it was the only part that like the endearing went away, Interesting. and I was like, oh yeah, because the the movie's also the whole time saying you can have the odds stacked against you and people can have no faith in you. And it's kind of just saying like, but you can still pull through and defy the odds and be this amazing person and, and do, and you know, do what you want to do, pursue your dreams. Don't let anything hold you back. And for him to be like, Oh, my son isn't like me. Right. It's kind of like just tearing down that whole message. Right. Cause mm. he's, cause no. he's letting all that criticism get to him and think that he's yeah. lesser because of it. And that he's just I, I, excited. I took that it his more as he just. I took it more as he just wants, it, like the the I, age old thing of you want better for your kids than you had yourself. So yeah. that's that's the only way I took it. And I mean, like for like again, I mean, like there to take Ryan's defense, there certainly are points where Forrest, it like you know the whole Jenny saga that she can't, you know, she has a hard time coming to that romantic relationship with him. So. I, I I don't know. I, I think we're all kind of on the same page. It just, it was the, it was the most jarring part for me. 
Because, like, other than that, it was never referenced that, like... I, and see, that's why I... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I appreciate it, because it's just... It's the, the one glimpse into his kind of self-awareness. Everything else feels like a, a goofy romp, but that one really grounds the situation. Incredible. In a movie as long as that, we get one glimpse into self-awareness. What <laughs> what a fantastic film. <laughs> We're with this that guy for, like, three-plus hours. <laughs> Tank. It's not over three hours. It's not even three hours. <laughs> it's two twenty-two. <laughs> I got a cat asshole in my face. <laughs> That's the meanest thing you've ever referred to me as. <laughs> <laughs> another another part that like I cackled at this time that I had not realized in past watchings was the. Uh... <laughs> When he said, it's, it's, uh, one of the scenes where we see him on the bus and he's like, and then I was meeting the president of the United States again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so nonchalant about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think all that's really funny. Cause it's just like, as far as, you know, from his perspective, this is like a normal experience yeah. for people. Um, so that that's a thing from the book I understand, and it, it plays into the movie, but it's not like outright spoken. Is that Forrest has savant syndrome, so he's pretty good at whatever he does despite his disabilities. And I don't know. I think that's really interesting. I'm glad they didn't like I don't know spend any time really delving into the like yeah. into the specifics of what's wrong with him kind of thing. I, I think that would have been unnecessary just boring no i should i think they should have had like a scene like in a fantastic four movie would have where it's like a doctor is explaining and this is what this this gift grants you (laughs) (laughs) he's going to be great at ping pong let me tell you that (laughs) (laughs) like legitimately there were just so many the the i like i think this i think pretty solidly this movie is a comedy yeah uh, yeah, I'd say a yeah, dark drama comedy. First, comedy second, comedy definitely close. I, I, no, I think I would say it's a comedy first. I think it's a comedy first really? too, Kyle. I agree with you completely. Interesting. Yeah, because the right. I, I honestly think the only drama really comes into play with like Jenny. Yeah, like the and like the last fifteen minutes specifically, huh. almost. No, because uh, I'm, I'm uh, thinking like you know his relationship with Bubba, Lieutenant Dan's whole arc, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of things that don't really. It's not like they're just constantly throwing jokes. It's more just situational, like just kind of Forrest Gump's lens that lends to the comedy. I think it's a drama, a drama first. Yeah, but some of the comedy segments are so, like, so clearly comedic that it's yeah. like it's like, impo- yeah, like it's not the focus of the movie. The focus of the movie is all the dramatic elements, and they sprinkle some comedy in those as well as having some. Just yeah. Oh, see, yeah. Lines. I don't think so. I think I think it is. What joke can we make out of this time in history? And then that's what it feels like to me. Because like some of the I jokes are so fucking like <laughs> over the top that it's like you had to have approached like, hey, what what's funny about the seventies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I honestly can see it both ways. I, I I think that I think that they like to me it feels like these funny scenarios were crafted. I feel like it's it's weird to talk about in the context of like referring to movies like now, but like there was a time when comedies had like genuine hearts to them. 
Like, yeah. you know, and this, this yeah. feels like that, like this, I mean, stuff like, I mean, even like planes, trains and automobiles has more of a heart than a lot of like the straight comedies that you'd see like on, on Hulu plus ultra nowadays. What you're saying is Forrest Gump is no stepbrothers. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say like legitimately, uh, truly the bracket has kind of changed. Cause like at first I was like, Oh, Talladega Nights might be the only comedy we have on this now list. there's plenty of comedies it's just comedy there's got plenty lazier. of comedies they're <laughs> just not that talladega nights is the only comedy that is just we're gonna do jokes yeah um, no, i i got two yeah in bruges and dr strangelove are both comedies I, but see Both that's what I'm, like you think you think dr strange dr strangelove is more than just jokes for the sake of it no it's it's uh i mean we'll get to it but it's no, it's 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 pure parody. It's pure interesting. Yeah, it, interesting. It, everything they do is played for jokes. But either way, it's a way, like there there are a lot of movies we have watched so far that I would say are comedies more than dramas. Well, I mean, um, Inside yeah. Lou and Davis. I mean, even what the Coen Brothers call that a comedy and not a drama, and that's yeah, it, mm. and like that has a lot of like sad shit in it <laughs> but it's yeah. e- everything in that movie furthers some sort of joke and like then there's like the ultimate sadness of it which is funny if you really think about it but still very sad <laughs> interesting i would definitely consider that more of a drama than Forrest yeah Gump. <laughs> I, th- I think there's levels to this yeah. for sure but like i mean <laughs> if, if you think about lewin davis and as a comedy, it's like, well, he's stuck in cycles where he keeps making the same stupid decisions and then, like, fucks himself out of things because of those decisions. And then he just, like, yeah. slumps around it's through a- life. Yeah, it's irony. Like, yeah. Just <laughs> very blunt instead of uh, with all the sprinkles. Instead of uh, uh, Will Ferrell holding up a, uh, a pack of uh, uh, Big Red to the camera and just doing, like, an ad. <laughs> I am so excited for Talladega Nights. That is going to be a fun episode. You don't chew Big Red. Fuck you. <laughs> I have a fun story for when we get to Talladega Nights. It's about you and Paige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a you nice you and your bird, Kyle. <laughs> your parent. I mean, my parent. My parent. Also known as the Beast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm spent. I'm tapped. I had more question. One more question I wanted to throw out: <laughs> Is Forrest Gump a superhero? Thoughts? <laughs> no, he's a folk hero, dude. I, yeah, that was one of my things because we had the discussion of you guys were and, talking and, about. It's so refreshing to just see Superman. I was, I wrote down like, what is super or what is Forrest Gump? But just kind of like an underprivileged Superman. Like he's just doing his own thing, but he's going into things with good intentions, trying to help people. No, yeah. So I that that was. I would agree with that take. That like, I mean, I think there's a couple great ways to like go about writing Superman, like as a character. Forrest Gump um, is definitely like a, a, an avenue for that, where it's like a, a, a yeah a guy with like the the approach that a very optimistic child would have to a situation. A naivete. Yeah, being being uh, being like <laughs> beaten down by the environment, but never breaking, and just going, yeah, no, yeah. I'm 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 still I'm still cheerful, so and so. Stupid is a stupid does. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I would love for Superman to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he does, Brendan. He does. <laughs> it's gonna be the next zaddy flick we're gonna have. 
Could have every cavill. Don of Gump. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I. I Made of Gump. <laughs> it 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 feels more like a Johnny I, I Apple do like ass Falk more stuff. than it, when you said that it immediately clicked with me. I was like, yeah, that that works. Yeah, it it does feel like folk war. It feels like Johnny Appleseed. It feels like Tom Sawyer. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Just like an American classic, except this is for the modern age. I guess this is this is a look at the '60s up through the '80s, and it's a. Uh, really through the 70s. It was in the 80s. Yeah, but Netflix says it's only the 60s and the 70s. Right, right. I forgot Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) A gentle giant explores the (laughs) 60s and 70s. (laughs) Yeah, gentle giant. It feels like they were stealing from an Of Mice and Men. Maybe they got confused. They they mixed Of Mice and Men and Forrest Gump together because they both had Gary Sinise. (laughs) Famously. Is this good work? Are we? Uh, I think I think we're gumped out. I think we're gumped. If there is, such I mean, a I'm I'm dripping in gump. I'm all gumped out. Yeah, I'm a lot of gump. I've juice. gumped all over my shorts. <laughs> it's true. I can, I can see it. I wasn't gonna address it, but now that it's out there, it's it's all over. It's, it's dripping gross. on my carpet. <laughs> we started talking Your about igloo Robin has a carpet. Was... Oh, it's very. Alex, how dare you even ask that? Of course my igloo has carpet. You piece you piece of, you piece of, of junk. Oh, it's made of caribou hide, right? Dude, we're on yes. an oriental rug right now, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, so final thoughts? Are we uh, in that territory? Yeah, I think we're in that. I'll take it. I think we're in that territory. Um, I'll take the lead on this. No, I'll I take. Know, I know Brendan went first. Uh, yeah, I'll take the lead my, on that. I mine are gonna be short. So that's mine are gonna be jump. short. Mine are gonna be shorter. I doubt no, it. I'm dirty, Dan. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, a couple of cards. You know what? Talking about this movie uh, has made me like it more. Uh, but I don't plan on I don't plan on watching it before I have to. Um. But I, I yeah I've I've got nothing I got nothing wrong with this movie. I like this movie. End of discussion. If I had a gavel, I'd slam it. Okay. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Gump! Gump! <laughs> Kyle, All right, I guess I'll to go talk. next yeah. Yeah, to, to beat Brendan. Um, Gumpsational. <laughs> no, I, I will go longer than Brendan. Um, I love this movie. I think it is fantastic. Um, I'm not saying... We're going to be rewatching this for Kino Clash. Um, however, if we do, I think the rewatch is going to be a much different experience. It's going to be gumpsational. Because I do. <laughs> I agree with Brendan. I don't think it's going to be as gumpsational on a rewatch <laughs> in less than a year. I think you're going to be gumprised. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I, I I love this movie, but I could go another ten years without watching it. So that seems like an over gump saturation. <laughs> I just wait till we watch Slevin. It's not in the everywhere. list. <laughs> All right, Alex, um, go ahead. Gump out one last without time. using <laughs> our gump terminology. Um, it's just no. It's, <laughs> no, 
use it. Exclusively gum terminology. <laughs> yeah. what, what, you think you're better than? You're, you think you're better than Kyle? You think you're better than him? Guys, this is a good episode. <laughs> This, it's, uh, this episode, listen, if we're if we're changing, I, I, I'll formally put forward a change to which movie was more gump test. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one answer. <laughs> Come on. I just I just love how the gump episode is the one where we're the most the most people in the episode are belligerently drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I'm gumped out. <laughs> I'm high on gump, baby. I watched when I watched this movie as a kid. I thought that it was a nonfiction documentary, and I was like, "Oh, is that true? Is that where Bubba Gump Shrimp came from?" <laughs> yeah, I thought Bubba Gump was like was created after this movie and kind of like homage to the movie. I don't know the real thing, but uh, to my Gump thoughts, uh, yeah, it's it's such a endearing, beautiful, cute little movie that. I'm sorry, Alex. I don't understand your dialect. Hey, wait. Gumptastic. Wait till I finish. I think, I, I think he's trying to say that it's a cute little movie in a tight little package. <laughs> it uh, It's a great watch after a while, like you all said. There's so much to get out of it because there's so much to forget. But once it's still fresh in your head, the gump magic kind of... I'm scared the gump magic might fade a little bit. <laughs> yes! On a potential rewatch. <laughs> Um, but all in all, it's just, it's a gump of a good time, and uh, I loved it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, now before we go into voting, I do have to ask, where is this genuinely on your list? Probably not on it. <laughs> really? Probably not. You don't think it's in your top 16? Hey, uh, Ryan, I gotta respect. I can definitely I... think of 16 movies that are better than the Forrest Gump. No, but, but it's, it it's 16 of your favorite movies. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. so happy that you put this on the list. I really am. I, I'm so happy it was your number one. I mean, we've been shitting on Ryan this whole time for having just the most bullshit list. Yeah. And then I will say it's quite the power move to then put Forrest Gump at your number I... one. Let, let this be proof that I actually enjoy the movies I put on my list. I love Forrest Gump. <laughs> well, so, so, yeah, never... Again, not... It, it humanizes not... you, Ryan. It, it, it brings you down to our <laughs> level. Like, it's, it's a very humanizing movie for you to pick like it's it's i'm just so happy that you picked a movie like this and like at least one on your list and i feel like this now now i know that god bleeds yeah like... i i did build wax wings ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but so again not not like obviously there are better movies than forrest gump i'll put it out there on yeah, I, like, I would I would agree, but I favorite do. movies is this. But this is this? this is just one that like like I said I watched it when I was I was homesick from school when I was thirteen years old and I I loved it. It made my day a whole lot better when I was right. so feeling this a movie, little bit bad. You, this movie would still stay on your list. It's definitely one of your favorite movies. I'd say so. Yeah. 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 So, for, I mean, yeah. The question I mean, is, that is, is mind, it still? It, it's, realistically is yeah it, it would one? never it would never move from number one i've okay. i've really i've run the gamut i've seen so many different movies by now i've seen over i've logged over a thousand movies on letterboxd i would still put forrest gump as my number one i hell yeah i love yeah. the movie i don't think it's the best ever but i do love it i love watching it i no, love that's... uh 
Guys, love, uh, I'm just I'm answer. just so happy that I didn't put my like I was homesick movie on the list because that would be Pokemon Rise of Darkrai and that would have just been such an immediate loss. It would have been it wouldn't have even been fun. I would have just gotten dunked on by three dudes. No, you you want me to make it even sweeter? I didn't even pick this movie. My mom just happened to get a couple of movies from from my local library. Oh shit. To make me to make oh, to, nice. to make me feel a little better. Forrest Gump was one of them, and I loved it. I love that movie. My so. mom That's did that <laughs> with me, and it was three random discs from a season of Monk. <laughs> Monk? Monk. Oh. The hit, uh, USA show? Yes, sir. Show, yeah. I don't yeah. know what Monk is. He's a detective, but he's got severe OCD. Oh. Um. Anyways, yeah, I'm based in Gump Pilled. Let's vote. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go into voting. Uh, our two oh, contestants man. up first. Get tough. it going. This is tough, man. Get the Gump out. Come on, let's move. Gump, 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 Gump. Feel the Gumpsation. I, I like these two movies for two very different reasons. Just vote for Dread and lose. One super campy and fun, and one super silly and fun. But I think there's more. There's more to digest here and more to, to savor in Forrest Gump. I think it definitely has more to chew on, and there's, there's more movie here. It's less of just like a, a fun drink Mountain Dew and eat Doritos ride like Dread is and more of a very accessible um, definitely character oriented more well-rounded movie so are you about to fucking sink Dread? I think, are you about to torpedo Dread? I think I think so uh, here's Alex the thing gump pill, ladies Here, and here's, here's my dilemma Alex is taking the gump pill <laughs> Here's my dilemma. Which movie would I rewatch Dread in a heartbeat? Um, I just it's just way more fun. And it's to me it's a more rewatchable movie and obviously Forrest Gump's just a very long ride, kind of a slow burn and once you've seen it, it's still fresh in your mind. But we're voting on what the better movie is, right? No. No. Hell no, we're not. No. Edge of Tomorrow beat Pulp Fiction. <laughs> sorry, moron. sorry. We're voting on what we think is the movie we prefer yeah, yeah what movie we enjoyed more i think it, it... <sighs> it's tough Come on, alex because i'm on pill. to be honest i don't really want to rewatch this movie <laughs> soon but i i have more flaws with dread than i do with forrest gump Alex, what are you voting for? <laughs> <laughs> this is still access. You guys got me going back and forth because I'm I'm honestly. Oh, Buddy, I like yeah, this movie for different don't reasons. Sit here right. and say gut the instinct, movie. gut gut instinct. I want to rewatch Dread way more, and it's just more of a fun movie. I'm going Dread. Forrest Gump is the better movie, Ooh. but I I I definitely enjoy dread for more reasons and i can we've been at this for this almost. is a kino class switch 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 switch, switch up <laughs> technically i didn't yeah, how is this a switch so. up it's his movie <laughs> well he went he went gump went at gump. first 
You you have had a harder time voting than anyone else on this. Podcast. Because I feel like these movies have been. I've been pleasantly surprised at movies that I thought I didn't enjoy very much. And then on a rewatch, I'm like, wow, these movies, I'm getting a lot more out of it than before. And also, we're pinning stupid movies against very well-made movies. And they have very different <laughs> appeals. <laughs> hey, don't call Forrest Gump stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid is, stupid does. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're dread. voting dread. I'll go dread. Okay. I, I think my vote is obvious. Uh, I I love Forrest Gump. I <laughs> I think it's awesome. Um, on far, it's not even ironic. I think it's a great movie. No matter who's watching it, I think it really does have something for everybody. It's well shot. It, the The soundtrack is just unbelievable. Um, yeah, but there's less slow mo than there is in Dread. That's true. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> there is a there is a, another bit of trivia. Every single track for this movie that they asked to get the rights to they got because it added so much and i I can't imagine this movie without a lot of the songs that are in it so i think that adds a ton i love the special effects i think the i I think there's so many great iconic memorable sequences it's funny it's sad it's heartwarming and it, it really just checks all the boxes it's a it's a great blockbuster and it's a great movie all in all and i i really love it and uh yeah, it's it's one that I'm going to continue to watch religiously because this movie sticks with me for whatever reason. Um, yeah, my vote is for Forrest Gump. Kyle, Brendan, you or me? Kyle, I'm going to go. Okay. I did not enjoy Dread. You did not enjoy what? I said Dread. I did not enjoy Dread. <gasps> I... Gasp. didn't love Forrest Gump but I did have more fun with Forrest Gump <laughs> I didn't love ranks higher than I didn't enjoy here's the thing <laughs> in my like I like how how <laughs> I like the brevity of dread it's like a <laughs> it's quite the painless little experience I didn't like it I didn't enjoy it, but it was. I blinked and it was over. Forrest Gump went on for so fucking long to me. <laughs> but I will say that I was like, I had moments of actual like, like laughter and enjoyment. Like I like, I I I, I felt things in Gump, but I did and I did not in in Dread and Dread. I was mainly like. You think that they like had to shoot this scene in the shittiest way possible because they had to like provide craft <laughs> services and like that ruined the budget because it looked like it would just randomly okay, look like it was where shot were on, these like, a comments Kodak. in our discussion? I said that. I said I said it looked I like, like shit. I don't you remember, don't you remember being... the part when Brendan went like, uh, "I think Dread might be the single worst movie ever made after The Incredibles," which Alex <laughs> co-signed on a few episodes ago. I don't know. Uh, no, I no, Alex. I know what you mean. It didn't feel so biting when we were. Yeah, talking you were definitely a little more positive in the discussion. <laughs> but... I mean, I I I chased that with a. Uh, it was impressive that they made the movie. At all. You said it's like the, it, it, it's rather, oh, no no that's Speed Racer. It, cheapest, it's more like you traced it with the gum pill. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. You cleanse your just, palate with some gum. 
Well, it's just that, like, it was impressive that they made the movie on the budget that they made it, but, like, the moments when the budget was so obvious were so egregious and, like, ugly that it was oh, really it upsetting adds, to me. It adds to the charm um, of the movie. So I think that if I had cheap, to watch a movie dirty. again, which I'm going to have to, uh, I think I, I think I do have to vote for Robert Zemeckis of... Welcome to Marwin fame, which we didn't talk enough about Welcome to Marwin this episode. I would like to say. I think we'll have to sweep that up in the next Gump episode. It was but... based on a true story. Gump? Absolutely. No, Welcome uh... to Marwin was fiction. Uh, but my vote goes to Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Gump! Oh, <laughs> and I believe that was Kyle's vote. Uh, yeah, I'll... Uh... I won't. I won't bury the lead on this one. Uh, I am gonna vote for Gump, uh, but I'm gonna spend the majority talking about Dread because I fucking love Dread. And Alex, I'm so happy it was on your list. I wasn't looking forward to watching. I, it's not that I wasn't looking forward to watching it, but I was just kind of like, ah, yeah, you know, you I, I don't care about this. Yeah, um, but I'm probably gonna show my dad this this Fourth uh, of July weekend. Uh, Wait, can I be there to watch it again? Oh my god, you probably can. This. <laughs> um but yeah no i i genuinely dread was awesome dread was really i i totally get why it's shitty and i'm not gonna sit here and say it's not but uh it knew what it was and you know what i think it had a fun time doing it um so truly i like rewatchability without a doubt i will watch dread probably three more times before i sit down to watch forest Gump again uh, that being said, I, I I went into Forrest Gump genuinely not excited. And then as soon as it started, I was like, it's fucking Gump, baby. What and am I going to do? The no. hype set in. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... it's gump I was sitting there... I, 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 I called Paige after, and I was like, yeah, it's it's not good. Your bird has a like, cell phone? I'm not sitting here. Yeah, very well trained. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, like, and I, I say that joking. Forrest Gump is a good movie, um, but like, it's it's just so goofy. It's just so goofy. It's not high art, yeah. by any means. No, you know? no, 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 no. <laughs> like... But it is. It's it's Gump, baby. It's Gumptastic. It's Gumpalicious. It's Gumpsational. It's Gump. You know, and I, no, you can't it, make those puns with dread. The movie has a sort of magic to it. I I, I can honestly say this last rewatch, I really was kind of just like swept off my feet in in some of the emotions. It really was just like. It's God, just, what I wouldn't it's... give for Gump to sweep me off my feet. You got Gump pilled, Alex. You got Gump for real. You, al- you almost now. voted for it. You got Gump pilled so hard. With this being said, yeah, my vote goes for Gump. It, uh, you know, I again, I think the rewatch. I'm gonna be upset, but as of now, I'm having a great time. Well, I think you're gonna get Gump pilled once more. <laughs> Are we? There's no OD in on Gump pills, you know. <laughs> So. Does this match? Gump pills have... are non-addictive. Do we know the other contestant that's going to fight against Gump? Yes, uh, uh, Princess Mononoke, right? Yeah, this does settle it. Uh, this is so with Gump moving forward. This is up against Princess Mononoke. Shit, Gump might Gump might make another then. Gump might make another. The Gump sweep is beginning. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, wait. I'm Gump sorry, I forgot. We were supposed to officially vote that Gump wins the bracket. So all in oh, favor, yeah. say aye. Uh, 
Nay. Uh, no, I want to see this play out. <laughs> I mean, I know Gump is going to win. I guess but... we'll win. I would, love, <laughs> but, uh... I would love, honestly, for Gump against uh, uh, the Green, Green Mile. Mile. Yeah. But I know, I... I know for a fact that the Green Mile ain't going to beat her. Buddy, I, I don't think hers going to have the lifespan you think hers going to have. Oh really? Oh really, Mister? I was wrapped in a blanket because of the emotional oh, effect. Oh, it don't had get on me, me wrong. I fucking love her, but it has a monster to get through. Which um, is Paddington Two. Oh fuck off! <laughs> fucking monster. Sure. Let's see. Let's see. Well, ladies and gentlemen, with that, let's roll them bones. Forest bones. Gump. Let's do it. Go. Go! <laughs> Has moved on. <laughs> oh, I hope Kino it's Clash. Shin Godzilla. I want Shin Godzilla. So oh, we've, we I have matches uh, we have left. We have Shin Godzilla versus Bo Burnham inside. Paddington 2 versus Magnolia. Um, uh, speed Jobs. Black Swan. 19, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Speed I think that's going to be a legit throw. Me and Alex have been looking for, forward to Speed Jobs since episode one. I think we brought still, it up. Yeah, st- still got Steve Racer on the, uh, on the back burner. It's coming. Um, I think <laughs> that matchup lives exciting. up to the hype. Well, and on, I, honestly, that'll be probably one of my most conflicted because I love both those movies a great deal. And I've never seen I'm, Steve Jobs, so I'm I'm super excited. I'm to watch it. I love Oliver personally. Stone. Yeah, I'm pining to watch Apollo. That, wait, that wasn't Oliver Stone. Mood. What are you talking about? Oliver Stone? What? what no. Ta- what? Who am I thinking of? No, that was that was um. It's uh, the guy who did oh, Twenty Eight Days uh, Later. Danny Boyle. Yeah, Danny Boyle. I, for some reason, I get Oliver Stone and Danny Boyle mixed up. Because. Yeah, it's natural. 127 hours is Danny Boyle. Side um, effect of the gum pill. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I didn't how, mean to completely. <laughs> <the conversation. laughs> it's okay. Right. It's okay. Hey, okay, how'd those bones yeah. roll out? Yep, yeah, let's. Uh, oh, let's, let's see. roll them. I'm clicking stop. Now, seven. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, oh it, shit! It, it's not one of our uh, our our big high ticket matchups, but it is a it is a big one. Yeah. This, this is another. It's another one seed. It's a back to back one versus sixteen seed. This is number one seed Inception versus number sixteen seed Operation Avalanche. <gasps> I'm, I'm gonna curious. lose this one. I'm gonna lose this one spectacularly, but I'm so glad I get to make you all watch that movie. Have fun trying to rent that off Voodoo. I'm so scared. I was so scared Inception was gonna lose right away. I I, I know nothing about Operation Avalanche. It just I've seen it. Operation Avalanche is not like the most impressive movie, but it is to me one of the funniest like movies. I laugh. I laugh. An well, so I, it, it. It, it is. It's 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 satire, right? Yes. It's okay. A, it's like a mockumentary. Okay. Okay. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. mockumentary. To, to preface it. this movie, it's a mockumentary where they went in, like they at their at one point they go into an like actual NASA, and they tricked a bunch of NASA like people to give like talking head commentary to fill out the documentary. <laughs> Man, this sounds right up Kyle's alley. I don't think I stand much of a chance. Baby boy, you know I love Inception. You yeah. know I well, love also, Nolan. Also, and you know I Alex, love you're you're thinking that this movie has like a good rating on any site. 
It's a Brendan it doesn't matter pick. what the rating it's, is. It's, it's what we. It's garbage. Oh, oh, honey, let me speak. It matters what the rating is. Well, yeah, because it can't tie on a tie. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Cool. Right. This will be a good one. Yeah, looking forward. They're back-to-back 116 matchups. I, I, it, yeah. That's interesting. This is our last one. No, 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 no. We have 1970 oh, yeah, 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 versus yeah, yeah, Black yeah, Swan yeah, yeah. left. So, could Brendan be the first to overcome the 16 versus one seed hurdle? Find out next time on... Spoiler. Uh, not the epic Spoiler. conclusion, but... I don't it, think I will. <laughs> it's basically just, it's just another episode. We still have quite a bit left. It's... <laughs> we are. I'll tell you, we're coming up on the one we're, year, we're though, running, everybody. We're running down. We're about we're a month down. off from our one year. Yeah. It's true. So We yeah. should get ourselves Sides. something nice. Let's watch a birthday movie. What's a good birthday our... movie? 16 What's Candles. A... 13 going on 30. Okay, you take uh, you take, uh, you take big, 16 Candles. I'll take day. Project X. Oh, I'll take Happy Death Day to you. Okay. <laughs> Brendan, what's your birthday pick? <laughs> uh, my birthday pick is... Oh, what is a good birthday movie? Now I'm trying to think. Ground is Ferris Bueller day. a birthday movie? No, nah, that's just no. Nah, okay. All right. All right. Um. Oh, let me. Let Harry me do Potter a, one. Let me do a cursory Google it's search. Dudley's birthday. Did anybody <laughs> take thirteen going on thirty? Because I put that out there, but I don't think I took it. I don't. Uh, I don't, die hard. You, you I don't like Jennifer Garner, so I will not watch that movie. Hey, right, I right. share. Well, that you'll opinion. have to if I pick it. Yeah, I don't. I don't care for her performances. There is a movie that came out in two thousand nine called Birthday. Okay, is that yours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. We're not even what? doing you know, this. Fuck, <laughs> yeah, that's mine. I guess we could do it. I don't know why I'm. Saying I was going to say you it. say we're not doing it. I feel like it's that was awful. awfully presumptuous of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, we do need to do a special here soon. Though. We haven't had a special haven't since, had a special Christmas, since so. Christmas. My my we pick for our do... birthday special is two thousand. We should do. Oh my god. Oh my god, we should do Oh my god. We should do Independence Day movies. Like the Patriot Independence Day and like Rocky 4. And Rocky 4. What's like another like American ass movie? Forrest Gump. Well, we already did that one. <laughs> what about what about like what about like like All right. Go ahead. <laughs> well, some research. Bye everybody. Wait, yeah. let's do one more Forrest Gump before we're out of here. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Forrest Gump. Oh wait, Gump. Ryan, Ryan, can you can you say can you give a, the 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 iconic bye bye, but in the Forrest Gump cadence? <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>